Hello, time travelers. Welcome to the Aging Journey podcast, an actual play podcast where we go back in time and play RP games themed around time and growing up in a variety of systems. I am your game master, Tanya, and this is The Red Bridge, a children's fantasy adventure using the kids on bike system inspired by works such as The Phantom Tollbooth, Alice in Wonderland, Jumanji, and The Wizard of Oz. We are playing Kids on Bikes, a tabletop role-playing game that allows players to explore a mysterious and supernatural world set in a small town during the 1980s and 90s. Our players embody characteristics called tropes and roll dice based on their brains, brawn, fight, flight, charm, and grit. The higher the stat, the better their skill. Each player has a top stat where they roll a d20 and a bottom stat where they roll a d4. In this game, dice explode, where if you roll the maximum on a die, you get to roll again, infinitum. Our players for this campaign were made from scratch, and tropes are custom. There may be mature content depicted in our gameplay, but the players and I are using safety tools, and all content warnings will be in the description below. You can listen to the audio of the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or the Aging Journey website, or watch it on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, join our Discord, or support us on Patreon. All links will be in the description. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Well, I think that wraps up the spiel. Enjoy the journey. We now return to 1996, where we find Willow, Juke, Caleb, and Jimmy pulling off a heist where they must go into the crab apple orchard and find a random crate they've been requested to retrieve from Grouper from the Nonconformity. So let's see how everyone is getting on. Okay, we are back from break. And our players, our heroes, um, our kids, our teenagers, there we go, are now inside of the Silver Creek Orchard Warehouse. This place, as you guys step inside and you close the metal doors behind you, is humongous. Much bigger than even it looks like on the outside. There are corridors, but everything is made of, like, cement. um, And so you can't really see anything there are a bunch of there is light but everything is almost shrouded in shadow and so there are corridors but then the corridors also look like they're kind of blocked from view based on like where you guys are located because there are tall boxes of uh of boxes and crates and you assume they must be full of apples but the smell in here is like sickingly or, or or like very sickly and like sweet, almost like rotting though. Um, it doesn't smell great in here. It smells like a warehouse full of fruit. So you are all at the entrance. What are we doing? Has Jimmy been in here before? Has he been able to get inside? You have never been inside of the warehouse you've looked inside of the window of the warehouse which is um on the side of the building you would assume it's to the right 
So if you like find some place to the right, at least you'd be able to find the window because you know that you guys are coming in the entrance. You've been to the back of the building as well. You've been all the way around and you know that there's a long window there that looks into a hallway and that's to the left. Um, And then of course, you know that there's a room that you have looked into for the second window from the outside. So your, your memory is really from what you've seen from the outside looking in. You know, there's a second window that goes into a room and you've never been inside that room, but you know that that room is where you saw Mrs. Billow last. And that, so, and that's in the uh, bottom left corner of that's the map? To the right. Or upper? Uh, right. Yeah, bottom, bottom right. right. Yeah. So your two, yeah, the two windows would be the bottom right, and then the window on the back of the building would be the okay. left. All right. Spread out. Okay. What is, where are each of you doing, and where are each of you going? Jimmy's going to go down towards that, uh, that, where he had seen, the war room where we were just talking about in the bottom right. In that general direction. Okay. Jimmy is trying to go bottom right to get to the windows. Does Will know where the train would be in here? Oh, I forgot the train was in here. Mm. Uh, Willow, you actually have some other information. I don't know if you even share this with anyone, but most likely that is going to be a conversation between Jimmy and Willow. Jimmy, how much have you told Willow about your your past nightly excursions many years ago. Does she also know where the windows are? It depends. I don't think he's talked to her about his last time here, but his other trips he's told her about, how he just would come here and hang out. Although he doesn't talk about his last day here very often. Okay. So then, Willow, you wouldn't know about the windows, you do know that the train is inside of the warehouse and you do know from the person that told you about the train that they believe that it's in its own separate room and you know that Jimmy knows this place best. So that's what you do know. She's going to run after Jimmy. Jimmy! Okay. Hold on. Sorry. Let, let's see where Juke's going. Uh, definitely not following Willow and Jimmy, so I guess I'll go uh, kind of lag behind Caleb a little bit. Okay. So we have Caleb and Juke taking to the left, and we have Jimmy and Willow taking to the right. Let's start with Caleb and Juke, because as you two walk um, down the hallway, it is fairly lit. Um, so let me know what you're looking for as you walk down. Well, aside from the box, Caleb is looking for things he can take. You know, shiny stuff. Okay. <laughs> Caleb, do you know what the box looks like? Oh, uh, well, one would assume that it's usually square and it has some dimension to it mm-hmm. and possibly made of cardboard. Though that's so, a interpretation. <laughs> so Grouper told you that it was a crate that oh. had the name and the address of the nonconformity. All right, there you go. However, as you're wanting... It's too impossible to find. All right. 
as you're walking, he also said, shouldn't be too hard to find. As you look around, yeah, as you look around at the four, five stacked high crates that all look the exact same, you realize that it's probably going to be a bit more difficult. You're going to need to figure out where they would put things they consider contraband. Because these are obviously like their belongings. So maybe they wouldn't put, you know, contraband with the same stuff. But you have no idea where that is. Okay, so in that case, Caleb is wandering around looking for a contraband bin. Okay. Uh, You guys make your way down the hall. uh, And it is fairly bright. But as you pass through, like, the intersections of the corridors, you, as you look, like, left and right, you see a shadow um, just kind of, like, that covers those spots. Um, And it's because the crates in front of them are casting a shadow on the crates in front. And so you, you can just hold that in your mind as a places that you can kind of slip into if you need to hide. Um, but right now you both are walking in light. Jimmy and Willow on the other side. What are you two doing? Do you know where the train is? Do I know where the train is? Yeah. Gotta be in here somewhere. Do you have any leads? Have you ever seen a giant train through on the windows here or something? No. I'm going over, I saw, okay, last time I was here, saw the security lady, she was being real shady, and maybe it was because of the apples, I don't know what I was seeing, it wasn't a fun experience, um, but I want to see what's going on, so if you want, you can come figure it out with me, and maybe we'll run into the train along the way. What about apples? What the apples doing? Um, well... I don't know. Um, you ate an apple, and your lips turned purple, and that was weird. And when I had an apple on me, uh, I panicked, and, you know, that doesn't happen. Wait, my lips turned yeah. purple? It's really weird. That does sound weird. I wonder. Oh, and I guess, mm. uh, welcome to my kingdom. This was, uh, my kingdom before the the the, the woods. Oh no. You must take it back That's over. The plan. Anyway, let's go. Uh Jimmy, as you say, that's the plan. And you two cross the first threshold. Uh you are looking left and right and you're kind of seeing the shadows and you see way down the corridor two people walk past and you kind of recognize that that is Caleb and Juke. And you know that now, your roads that you both have taken are fairly parallel. As you both come past this first section, intersection, you are now kind of in the, almost in the middle of the warehouse. And now, Caleb, that you are getting closer to the end of the warehouse, you begin to hear something. It's whispering. No, not whispering, but there's definitely a voice speaking coming from somewhere in front of you. Okay. Caleb is going to dip into this corner. Just try to peek around. See if he can catch anyone. Or if he can see where it's coming from. Okay. Uh, Juke, you have been following Caleb. 
Um, what are you doing as you're kind of lagging behind him? Uh, I, I think I'll just, I'll try to just stick close to him. I'm pretty much just following. Okay. Um, as you, uh, du- I'm assuming you, you dip into that little uh, shadow section as well. Um, as you just get through, you both hear a door open and someone step out. You can't see this person because you guys are around the corner, but you can hear a little click clap of shoes on concrete. The shoes and on the concrete are pretty loud in terms of how they kind of billow um, out into the space, but they're not that loud. You would really only be able to hear it if they were fairly close to you. So this person comes out of this door. Um, you don't see what door he comes out of, but you hear him moving. And he's just making his way. He's walking slowly and calmly, but he is walking towards you. Okay, I got an idea. Caleb's going to climb up onto this lower box here. And just kind of hide around the corner. Just in case. But uh, I guess I'll encourage Juke to join him. Uh, I think I'll, I'll try to go just back to the corner and press myself against the boxes. So if I hear him coming either direction, I can kind of just tuck around the corner. You all hear the click clack. It comes closer, closer closer it sort of stops and then continues and it walks past Caleb and it walks past where Juke would be but doesn't stop and continues on the other side Jimmy and Willow how far have you guys made it down the hallway I've just been making up my way as far as I can uh, when it gets to where I'm trying to look and keep an eye on the right wall to see if there, I, I spot the windows that I've seen before that I've looked in through. Yeah. As, as well as the door that's over there. Okay. As you come to the next intersection after the shadow um, section that you just all passed, this is a bigger intersection because to the right, there is a window. Now, there's a window... And there's a door. And you can recognize that this is probably the side door. So this is where the window and side door is. Based on your understanding of the outside, that means that the second window should be right next to it. However, directly next to this window and side door is our boxes. I... Jimmy will go over to the door. I just see if it looks like it's locked. You both go and continue and go to the door. And not only does it look locked, it is like a steel trap door. It is a a massive vault door. This is Willow as you as you approach. This is a 
master spy door if you've ever seen one. She's going to look for a lock to pick. Uh, Jimmy and Willow, you guys are standing in front of the door. J- uh, Willow is looking around for some sort of like lock pick to open up uh, the door. Jimmy, what are you doing? And is this the door that leads outside, or is this a different door? This is a different door. Okay. Then, while Willow's... So, yeah, I'll take a look at it, too. See what I can see. Okay. What are you both trying to do? Willow, you're going to do a brains, but what are you trying to do, uh, Jimmy? I kind of want to just... I'm looking to see what mechanism opens it, like what kind of door it is, what you need to get inside. Okay, then both of you roll a brains and see if you can crack this door. Let's make the DC 10. Hey, two sixes. Nice. Mm-hmm. They're twinning with their dumbness. <laughs> <laughs> you two cannot really figure this out, but you can tell what you're looking at. So you see a big metal door that has a handle, a regular handle, but there's no like lock to it that you could like pick from what you can tell. However, right next to it is what looks like a lockbox that does have a lock, um, like a, a lock you would use for like a gym locker that needs a key. And so that lockbox is locked and it has like wires coming from under it that seem to be running to the door. Lockpick. You have a lockpick? She's going she to take off her bag and rummage down to the bottom of it and grab out a bobby pin. Package yeah, the main well, frame. You, you start to work on that uh, lockpick and at this point probably uh, Juke and Caleb, you guys have heard that the guard is at this point at, at the other end of the warehouse and so it's going to be quite some time before he comes back around to you guys. So this will be the perfect time to move along. Um, I'm assuming you guys are kind of like moving, looking at the doors. And as you all, uh, as you two move on the side to try those doors, you can hear Jimmy and Willow whispering, lockpick. Oh, lockpick. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're they're they are whispering, but you can kind of hear them. You can keep that in your mind as you uh as you both continue to move along. Uh Willow, go ahead and try your lockpick. Um I'm gonna say you can stick uh call this a fight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. Uh let's pick the DC four. Uh, Jimmy, you watch as Willow expertly picks this lock. You didn't know she was so nifty of a thief. Gabe's like, Gabe likes to hide things. (laughs) Gotta gotta figure out how to get to them somehow. (laughs) Uh, The lock opens. What do you do with the lock when you take it off? Stick it in my bag. Okay. Super near. Um, you open up the lockbox, and it is a keypad. Oh, now we got hack into it. Are you good with this stuff? Hack- hacking? No. Um, 
Let me look at it and see. Maybe there's fingerprints or something. It's, I don't know. Oh. I've heard that's a thing. Yeah, look for the fingerprints. Okay. Okay. Jimmy is going to try and figure out how to crack open this safe. In the meantime, uh, Duke and Caleb, you guys come across some office uh, rooms. Uh, There are three doors here, um, and you can tell that there's light on inside of them. Meaning someone's in there, or it's just like... You don't know that. All right, time time to peek around the corner. Caleb's going to check this uh, far door right here. Okay. Uh, Duke? Uh, I think I'm going to just, like, press my ear up against the first door. Okay. You press your ear up against the first door, and you hear silence. Then I'll try the handle. You try the handle, and it is open. Okay, and what's inside? You open the door, and it is... uh, It is a uh, broom closet. There's, like, you know, brooms and a dustpan and some... uh, A bucket and some mops. It's fairly dark in that one. Uh, and it's very small. Does the door open in or out? Um, the door opens in. Okay. It's also extremely dark in here. Um, there may be a light, but but you as you open it and the light from outside goes in, you can clearly see that it's just a broom closet. Yeah, I'm going to leave the door cracked just a little bit in case I need to hide in there later and then move on after Caleb. Okay. Uh, Caleb, what are you doing at your door? Uh, yeah, Caleb's going to listen through just in case someone is in there. Okay. You put your ear up to the door and you hear nothing. Just going to crack that door open. You try the handle. And it is locked. Really use some lock picks right now. Hmm. <laughs> right? He's... Uh, yeah, I have enough time. He's going to head over to the other door. Okay. Do you do the same thing? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> do you fly through this? Fly <laughs> through the door. Um... You try the door, and again, it's locked. This one's locked? Yeah. You, you guys can either try to stealthily get inside by trying to do something with the handle, or you can brute force your way. But as that is happening, um, uh, Willow and Jimmy, you guys begin to hear a click clack. Uh, maybe Caleb and Jim? <laughs> Don't assume. <laughs> well, stick the lock back on, and then let's move away. Alright, alright. She, she's gonna take out, back out the lock. She's gonna put it back on there, but she isn't going to, like, fully lock it. She's gonna, like, do a little trick where it looks like it's like this, not, and then run away. Jimmy's gonna back over to, like, the hall that's right in front of the door and kind of 
Yeah. Just trying to keep crates between him and what he hears. Are there any boxes nearby? Yes. You can hide with Jimmy, or you can hide in your own little spot, and I can move you. Uh, she'll hide with Jimmy. Okay. You both get into this little corridor where you can't be seen from the place that the chip taps are coming from, but you can be seen by someone who is waiting behind Caleb. Uh, Juke, you are standing or, you know, crouched next to Caleb and you look to your right and you see down the shadowy hallway, Willow and uh, Jimmy crouching. They're looking away from you, but it's clear that they're hiding. Uh, I think I'll whisper to Caleb, be like, hey, uh, they're right over there. Haven't been caught yet. And Caleb wants to try something with the lock door. Okay. Uh, you know that trick they show in movies where you can put like a card in between the slot and the door and like open it from the inside? Sure. Let's try that. All right. Uh, that. Hmm. That sounds more like you are trying to be a little bit. A more of a finesse. So I'm not going to have you do... Well, it could be fight, too, because you're using an item. So I'll let you roll your fight. All right. Let's Actually, I'll let you pick between fight and brawn. Ooh. Uh, fight's better. It's a d12 plus one. Uh, DC is going to be six. Can you just take half on that? Uh, it is a planned action. You can take half. Sure. Yeah. That's six plus one, seven. Okay. You pop open the door. Are you going to go inside? Uh, <laughs> this is the one. Oh, but Caleb doesn't know this is the one they came out of. Yeah, he's going to peek inside. You peek inside, and it's just a regular room. It, there's a, it's clearly like a security room. You see kind of like some... Uh, some lockers, there's a desk, there's a chair, um, there's some papers that are on the ground or on the table. Um, there is a file cabinet, uh, there's like a little bulletin board, pretty sparse, but this is clearly the security uh, room for the security guard. There's no crate there, right? Nope, no crates. Any interesting items of, uh, of note? You'll have to go inside. Are you going inside? Uh, <laughs> how how far are those clicks? Well, they are on the other side of the hallway, but they are making its way down towards you. You would have a couple of minutes. Okay. Yeah, he's going to do it for a quick second or two. Maybe plot out an escape route. Okay. You walk in. Um, what are you looking for inside? Technically two things. The crate, and possibly something to swipe. Just a, a little, a little itty bitty thing that might be useful later. Okay, uh, Juke, are you going inside or staying outside? Um, I I think I want to try uh, Caleb's card trick on the other door. Oh, okay. But just watched him do that. <laughs> Juke, Juke just watches you do that, and it's like. Cool, I could do that. Um, and you go to the other door. So go ahead and try it. Go ahead and do either your fight or your brawn. 
Okay. Uh, my fight's also d12, so can I just take the half? Okay. You expertly copy Caleb and pop open this door. It's too bad Caleb couldn't have seen how cool that was. <laughs> he knows, he knows you did an amazing job. I'm realizing that this morning when my sister said that Caleb was a bad influence, she was completely right. <laughs> I never claimed to be a good person. Strike that from the record. I never claimed it, okay? I argued with her, though. <laughs> that means you're an accomplice. Uh, Juke, inside of your room, you see an even bigger office. Now, this is a nicer office. There's like a leather chair and a bigger desk. Uh, there's also a private bathroom in here. Fancy. Uh, there's also like a bunch of file cabinets in here. Uh, there is a little plaque with someone's name on it. You don't know who that person is, but clearly someone like sits here and puts a little... Uh, this is more of like a, a person's like office, like an accountant or an office assistant or, or someone who does paperwork, um, not necessarily security. Um, so this is a nicer office. There's also a bunch of files that are on the desk, uh, as well as a bulletin board, a big, a huge bulletin board on one of the walls that kind of has a whole bunch of stuff on it. Um, so you can go inside of here and again, you'll have a couple of minutes. Yeah, I'll go in and look at the papers on the desk thinking like maybe they'll, they Printed up something official about the crate? I don't know. Okay. Juke and Caleb are inside of the rooms. That you two saw Jimmy and Willow. So I'm going to ask Jimmy and Willow. As you guys were hiding, at any point, did either of you turn around? Will probably would have been too focused on, like, the footsteps and the lockbox to think about turning around. Yeah, no, Jimmy's also really focused on the footsteps. Okay. You all hear the footsteps coming towards you still, but they're still a little ways off. As you guys are sitting there, though, you do hear behind you, before you're able to turn around, a clunk-click, clunk-click, one after the other, and then a soft close of doors. If both of you were to turn around just to see what that noise was, you would see nothing. Back. Uh, Jimmy definitely turned around at that, but also he's kind of trying to be aware of all the sounds around him. Mm-hmm. Are there any open boxes around? Um, let's see. Probably not where you all are. All of those are sealed. Uh, Jimmy, you can make a brains roll to see if you can identify what those noises were. We'll make the DC a a five. Eleven. Oh, yeah, a twelve anyway. Um, So you definitely hear behind you that those were doors. But when you turn around, you don't see anybody. You know that Caleb and Juke were on their, were going this way and that this way is parallel. So I would say you, you're able to put together that maybe they're in a room right now. And behind you are three okay. doors that you can see. So you just have that information. 
as you guys continue to hear okay. the click clack come toward you. Um, back to Caleb and Juke. Uh, Caleb, you were looking around specifically for stuff about the crate. Are you looking uh, around for anything else? Yeah, I guess. I, it's really hard. To, I hope everyone knows, and I'm talking to the audience here. It's really hard to not sound like a thief or a crook when I'm making this. <laughs> so give me a second to like process what I'm trying to say. Just so I don't end up sounding like the next big villain of this of this whole campaign. Mm-hmm. Caleb is looking for useful items, such as like key cards or keys or or something like information about interesting things to take. He's not actively trying to steal. Great disclaimer. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And then, Caleb and then Caleb found a gun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In the security office, you're going to find things that have to do with the security of this building. Right. You will also probably find things that have to do with shipment um, or things that have to do with, like, the orchard. That's like the orchard of security, um, including the front gate. So So what? Yeah. No, no, uh, that's good because I'm guessing for the security of the orchard, Someone would file something about the nonconformity crate. So, as you are rummaging around very quickly, you do pretty quickly find a file in the file cabinet that simply says confiscated. It's a thick file. <laughs> they have confiscated a lot of stuff. I um, thought I was running a rack here. They have literally been getting away with everything. However, when you take out the file, you realize it's not like organized, unfortunately. Literally what they do is they confiscate something, write up a report about it, and stick the report in a folder. So you're going to have to open it and literally like thumb through to find the one you're looking for. Hopefully they at least stuff it in this folder with like newer stuff to the front or to the back, you know, has some sort of order. So, you know, it was just confiscated recently. Okay. Uh, oh man, I'm really pushing the limit here. Yeah. Caleb is going to quickly head to the front of it and try to see, try to look for the word nonconformity and its location. Okay. This is a stress, this is stress inducing. So go ahead and roll a grit and let's see how well you find what you're looking for. Let's make the DC a seven. Okay, I got a D10, and I have a few adversity tokens that I'm willing to waste on this. That is a six, so I'm going to put in one in there. Okay. You find it after thumbing through about four of them, and what I'll say on getting such a great DC or roll is you see the first three that you thumb through are very interesting. The first one is from an electronics. It seems to be from an electronics store that's outside of the city. Why they would even be confiscating that, you have no idea. The next one you see is a uh, is from a person. So it, it was shipped from someone who lives in Shady Creek, and it was going to their restaurant. And you see that the restaurant that it was going to was Vidalia's Eaton Restaurant. And okay. then the third one you thumb through is the nonconformity. Perfect. An interesting thing you notice on all of these is that they each have a red X 
uh, that has been marked in pen on like the, the top right corner of them. It's a red X and then the red X has been circled. All three of those. The other ones though, like if after you like thumb the third one and find it and take it out, you notice that the one behind it doesn't have the X with the circle. But you do find the form you're looking for. Okay. Caleb is going to grab actually all three of them because uh, greedy. Yeah, let's go with that. He's going to grab all three, stuff them in his bag, put the rest away, and try to get out before the security guard gets back. All right. You stuff those in your bag. You leave the light on because it was on when you went in. And you step out of the room. Juke, what are you doing? Uh, not actually in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> going to just kind of flip through what's on the desk. Um, not really looking for anything in particular, but just seeing what those papers are. Sure. Um, go ahead and again, height high stress situation you will need to be fairly quick um but go ahead and roll your grit again dc is going to be seven okay that is a one okay you um you rummage through all of the oh wait you have a d20 in that yeah didn't i do a d20 yeah i got a one on my d20 did you just want to take half oh i thought this was like a sorry my Mike just fell over. Um, I thought that was a pressure thing. So I'll go with the one. That's more fun. Yeah. If, if you want to keep with the one, you can. Um, yeah. So it, you rummage through stuff on the desk and you don't find anything of importance. It's a bunch of accounting papers and you don't understand that mess. It's a bunch of numbers and, and money coming in, money going out. Is there anything else you're looking at in the room? Um, no, I think... I'm, I feel kind of safe in here, so I'm going to just kind of hang out by the door and, um, like, um, wait it out. Okay. Uh, you are waiting by the door. Caleb is outside, and so we're going to go back to Willow and uh, Jimmy as the person comes your way. Now, you hear the clip-clap of the person's... Uh, shoes, and they continue to walk towards you. They're walking towards you, they're walking towards you, they're walking towards you. And they stop in front of the lockbox and the vault. They kind of stop there for a moment, and they continue to walk towards you. They are going to come upon the corner you're at, and they are going to take a left down the corner you're at. What do you guys do? Definitely moving around behind the boxes, trying to keep the boxes between me and the security guard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the security guard rounds the corner. And you guys play basically ring around the rosy as he comes down this corridor. You guys go around. And at this point, Caleb, you hear the click clack coming closer and closer to you. And they will be rounding your corner, going back to the office. What do you do? Caleb try to sneak in between the boxes and the wall? Uh, I'm going to say that that's going to be a tight fit. You probably won't fit. What can he do? What can he do? What can he do? Um, no, no. It's beneficial to be small. 
<laughs> okay, okay. Um, you can try to run back into the, the room. No, no. He's going to go right back in there. Could Caleb... I'm sorry, Jimmy, you guys are going to have to keep moving back. Caleb's going to try to lob something over the boxes and try to make it land here-ish. Just to get him to turn away so he can sneak off. Okay, what are you throwing? Let's see what Caleb has in his bag of mini tricks. Um, okay, he has a mint gum holster. Which is like this little metal tin with some mid gum in it. Okay, that's gonna really reverberate very loudly. Love it. Go ahead and chuck that. What is that? Am if, I rolling if, something for it? Or? Yeah, since you're trying to like get away from this guy, you can roll your flight. <laughs> can I roll my brawn? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. What are you trying to do? <laughs> I'm trying to persuade the DM. This is not new to D&D. <laughs> you, you in panic are, are, are trying to get this guy distracted. So let's see how distracted they get. We'll make the DC. I mean, it's not going to be difficult. So DC is going to be five. All right. I got a D6 and so many adversity tokens. Oh, there you go. Nice. You lob it. It lands perfectly. Oh, that's a five. Right. I feel like I should right, mention that. Right behind Willow. Willow and Jimmy, sorry. you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys have been trying to be dead quiet as you sneak around this guy. And all of a sudden, right behind you, you hear a <laughs> I need a Hello, what you do? I need to know immediate reactions from both of you. She's gonna. I'm turning to Willow to see what on earth she did. Oh my! You you look at me to see what I did. Oh yeah, my. you're the one making noise behind me. DC seven for grit. Roll grit. Four. How many tokens do I have? I forget how many things I've failed. Sorry. What what was the what was the? All right, all right. I fail. I will give everyone a moment to make sure that you are calculating your um, uh, your adversity token so that you can scroll up into what you've rolled and try and figure it out, but make sure that everybody is calculating them because I'm not. There's no way that I'm, I don't have enough adversity tokens, so I'm screwed. Not in today's session. Do they carry over from the previous? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I take it, so, uh, do the ones from the flashback sequences carry no. over, or is that too long ago? I didn't think so. Because that sucked, so, but yeah, <laughs> I'm going to assume I don't have many. In that case, yeah, uh, I fail. Okay. We have four and three. You two are completely surprised, highly shaken, as would it be expected. It's been pretty silent in this place, and you are literally around the corner from a guard. You have no idea what that noise was or where it came from. You don't know it came from Caleb. Um, and you both freak out. So I need reactions of what you both would do in this, in this situation as you freak out. 
I want to book it around this corner. It's it's a high After, pitched like, noise, right? Yeah, it's it's it was tin hitting. Willow Willow probably would have like immediately covered her ears and gritted her teeth. Like, gosh. Okay. Yeah, and Jimmy's like, "What'd you do, Willow?" <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I'm gonna say with those low grit rolls, you both have a don't you go you both aren't able to stay very quiet. Um, you stay as quiet as you can, but that was a loud noise. So I will say that something comes out of both of your mouths. And so if that's what Jimmy says, and maybe Willow, you squeak a bit as you hold your ears. But essentially, your position has been given away. So Jimmy's going to make a full run for it. Willow, what are you doing? Uh, she's going to stay behind the box. Okay. Yeah, we're just gonna let Jimmy Jimmy draw her away. Let Jimmy draw the guard away. I see. So Willow is going to stay put. Jimmy, you are gonna run and hopefully the guard will follow you. Jimmy, roll a flight. Let's make oh boy. C five. Hey. Yeah, five. Jimmy, you dash around the corner. And you find yourself back in the hallway where there's light, but you do find yourself even further. You, you, you book it. Um, you find yourself further. And as you walk, you get to the first intersection or as you run, you get to the first intersection and you don't remember. Oh, not that intersection. Go back. <laughs> yeah, that <Great>. one. <laughs> you don't remember there being an opening here, but there is one to the right now. And it looks very dark inside. Perfect place to hide. Okay. Yeah, I'll duck inside. Okay. You duck inside and stay low. As you do that, Willow, you hear the guard. He runs, stops as he backs up because he he thought he saw a shadow. He comes around uh, the other way of the boxes. And looks down the hallway to see no one because Jimmy really went for it. And he begins to kind of walk and you, you know, you, you move yourself around, but he begins to walk very quickly towards where he thinks someone was. And he's just walking, walking very quickly. He gets to where Jimmy, you should be. He looks left and right, but he sees nobody. And he's going to continue his rounds all the way around again. And by the time he gets down to the be- the front of the hall and he doesn't see anyone, he either realizes that, you know, maybe it was something, so he needs to go back and, you know, do another round. Or if there was somebody in here, they probably made it for the door and they're out already. So he is going to continue his rounds walking at the front. Juke, you heard this whole commotion uh, at the same time, and you were inside of the room, so you don't actually know what happened. What are you doing? Yeah, I was gonna like peek my head out and see what's going on. You see, you see Caleb in the corner as the person has just started to run away, trying to look for Jimmy. You don't see Willow, and you don't see Jimmy. All right, I'm gonna. I'll come out like keeping the door open, but be like, hey. We can hide in here if we need to. Do you know where Jimmy or Willow are? Uh, I, I don't know. If uh, they were over 
down that down that uh, hallway there, but I don't know. Caleb's gonna head down, expecting them to either be there or be caught. Jim, uh, Caleb, you walk around the corner and you see Willow in the shadows, just huddled down there, frightened with her hands over her ears. Caleb's gonna run up. He seems concerned. Hey, hey. Willow, you all right? What happened? What happened? Uh, there. Loud, loud noise. Loud uh, noise. And and Jimmy ran. Is Willow all right? Does she seem she, all right? Uh, she's she's probably like just sitting there. Like she probably still looks a little shocked and confused about like where the noise came from. But she's just like sitting there. Caleb's gonna give her a bit of a side hug as he passes. Hey, hey. it's all right. Guard's gone. Got away with it. Stealthiest mission ever, right? Yeah. Juke, as you come down the hallway to follow Caleb, you see Moot looking straight. You can see now coming to view a large vault door. Um, and you can kind of see that it looks obviously locked. And there's like a little lockbox next to it. And then as you look to your right, you also see Caleb and Willow. Willow is kind of stooped down and Caleb is kind of con- uh, consoling her. And you just see no Jimmy. I think I'll like whisper over to the other two like, hey, what's up with that door? We we, we came upon it and we tried. There, It's a locked, but I picked the lock for the lockbox thingy and there was a keypad we were trying to, trying to unlock, but then footsteps. What do you all want to do? My first stupid thought was like, go and pick up the mint. The, the the mint gum container because it's very useful it's an item but he, he's busy making sure Willow's okay so that'll, that'll wait you guys will have a couple of minutes as you know that the guard will eventually come back um, and in this corner where you all are is the lightest part and there's no Jimmy so uh, where do you all want to move to? I want to go check out that other door the big metal door because it seems like it's the last place, and then we can maybe just leave. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, Caleb grabs the three files. Can he check where the nonconformity crate is stored? Maybe it's in the vault. Yes. Do you, you move on to see the, uh, the vault door? And you heard what Willow said. She said that she had already picked the lock, but she had made it look like it wasn't picked. So you just kind of hug on it, and it does open. Um, and you're able to take the lock off and look at the keypad. And it is uh, an eight-digit uh, code, it looks like. Um, so that is where you are. Um, Caleb, you thumb through the papers you have and look at the nonconformity one. And it does tell you that it is located in the containment area, which it kind of shows you what it doesn't they don't do like numbers and letters system here for some reason they literally just tell you like where it is and so it just says center second box to the left opened okay uh caleb is going to like show off the paper to willow and try to make a game out of it to try to calm her nerves look not the treasure all we got to do is find it and get out Think you can do that, Super Spy? She like looks and scans her with papers and nods, like, "Oh yeah, 
We got yeah. we gotta get the special jewels. Yeah. And find Jimmy. Maybe we'll um, find Jimmy first. You never know. He might get lost in the boxes. Caleb and Willow, as you guys are talking and looking at this paper, you both look to the left of you or the right of you. Um, and there is an entrance there that wasn't there before. And inside of that entrance is darkness. But you can tell that this is the center of the warehouse. Perfect. Uh, last thing before we can move on to Juke and Jimmy. Sorry, I'm taking a lot of the, the spotlight here. Um, How dare you? <laughs> How dare I? The acting creative arts kid take all the center attention <laughs> and possibility. Um, the other two pages, where are the locations on the electronics? And there was something for Delilah's, if I remember. I'm going to say if you want to look at those pages, you're going to have to move as the security guards' clicks begin to come to work. Yep. Okay, we're getting in the, the center box area. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. You and Willow hop into that area. And then we're back to Juke. Juke, you are at the... Uh, and you can kind of hear Caleb. I'm, I'm assuming Caleb, as you go in, you're like, come on. Um, and Juke hears you. But he just wants to really quickly check if he can open up this thing. So Juke, you were in that a big office that seemed to be either like an accountant's office or some sort of office that there were a bunch of numbers and like money things all over the place. Um, go ahead and roll a brains roll to see if you noticed anything that would possibly be for a keypad in there. All right. Uh, uh, let's do a DC of five. Okay. My brains are 10. Okay. So you... Oh, I got a 10. Oh my gosh. Juke. Jeez Louise. Not only do you open the lock, you, you remember there was a strange sequence that didn't seem to be either not, uh, um, numbers associated with uh, any money, uh, but it was written several times, so it must have been important. Um, was so it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? <laughs> That's exactly what it is, unfortunately. Uh, and so you just you just put in the code, and unfortunately and unfortunately, it opens, but it opens with a a hiss that sort of reverberates uh, throughout the uh, the warehouse. And as you hear the clicks, they kind of stop. Almost as if they're like trying to stop their own noise so that they can kind of hear if they just heard what they think they heard. And the and they stop very, very slowly. And then you don't hear them move again. I think I turn and look behind me to like really proud and see that again no one saw me open a door. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was badass, and everyone's gone. <laughs> You're gonna have to just tell the story and hope they all believe you. Um, but yeah, you you hear the hiss, and the door is on hydraulics, so it opens, it it unlocks with a thud, and opens on its own. 
and it swings open and inside you see a beautiful antique steam train named the Eldera. For everyone who hasn't seen the Eldera yet, it is quite a large train, but it's only the uh, the front part, which I don't know what that's called. Is that called? The engine, I think. What is it called? The engine. The engine. It's only the front part. Uh, so it's the engine and then like the, 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 the little compartment. This is a very, very old train but it has been immaculately restored and taken care of. It's a beaut. Um, and on the end is just like a little tiny like sleeper car. Uh, it's like half the size of like a regular car. Um, you, <clears throat> you're not, you guys have gone to the Eldera when they've taken it out during the, the, the uh, Crab Apple Festival. And you've been able to like tour it and sit in stuff and all of that jazz. Um, Juke, go ahead do you want to go inside of this room or just leave it? I'm trying to decide if I would be like in the pit of my stomach, like ready to run away from this or kind of like entranced. I'm not sure. Um, well, let's see. Go ahead and roll grit. And it's actually okay. going to be opposed. Okay. Because you are looking at something that perhaps you don't quite understand, but something else does. Uh, hold on, let me, I got the stats here. Yes. Okay, I got a 14. Okay. You feel a rush of excitement and fear at the same time, but you don't feel as if anything is going to hurt you but you also don't feel as if you absolutely need to you know like figure out what this train is all about at, at the moment um you don't feel so pulled to it or called to it at the moment uh you're kind of just still within yourself you have control over your decisions and what you want to do all right i know what i'm going to do i'm going to take a minute in my bag in my stuff, I have a uh, little plastic disposable camera. Um, and since no one is here to see me get here, I'm going to take it out and turn the flash on and take a picture of the train. You take a picture of the train. And is this a, uh, a Polaroid where it comes immediately out? Or is it one that you got to get developed? No, I have to get it developed. Okay. Uh, you take a picture and it... It doesn't do anything. It just, you know, is a train. <laughs> so you're able to take a picture fine um, and you put that away. And is it like obvious that this isn't a place where the box would, the crate that we're looking for would be hidden? From what you can see in this room, the only thing in here is the train. Okay. Yeah. Then I think I'll just shove the camera back in my bag and go, go back to where I last saw Caleb and Willow. Okay. Uh, you shove the uh, camera in your bag, and as you look over to where uh, Caleb and Willow are, you see that there is an entrance that goes to the center, and it's fairly black inside. Yeah, I'll go join them if I can. Okay. You were all inside the center section. Now, the center section is 
not really lit. It's quite dark, but there is, if you guys like, you know, touch around, you find um, a bit of like a neon light that is, uh, that is like uh, put on the edges of the boxes. Um, so someone can click that open so that you guys can see a little bit better. And this is what you all see. You literally see one box. This is a crate that has on it the name and address of the nonconformity. So I'm coming up behind Caleb and Willow and I'm like whispering really excited like, you guys missed it. I opened the big crazy door. I saw the train. The train's in there. Yeah. It's just going to bolt out the room. <laughs> no. Before you can bolt out the room, you all have stepped inside of this mysterious center room where there was no entrance when you entered. And so when you enter and you all, and you Willow hear this from Juke as he comes to meet you all and you're like, well, I'm going to go and check out that train. And you turn around to where the entrance was. It is closed. And you all are just surrounded by a bunch of boxes with the one crate in the center. Wait, is the door gone or is it just closed? It's just no longer there. It's just a wall of crates. Has Jimmy seen that the others are there? Yeah, you all are there. Someone touched uh, a light and a light came on. It's a, it's a neon, it's a bright neon green light that kind of glows underneath like the box and on the ground. So it's not like a regular light, but as it's on, you all can see one of them. So now you all notice that Jimmy is there and Juke is there now and Caleb is there and Willow is there. And you're all in the center of this room. Is that crate? Jimmy will go over to Willow. Is that crate on the map to scale? Sure. Like oh, it's a gigantic crate. Okay. I think I may have made it too big, but sh- now it's canon. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> this is massive. What is nonconformity picking up? A train. There you go. <laughs> is it also canon that Caleb could probably fit into his bag magically? <laughs> well, well, hey, we could fit Willow in this one. From what oh, you guys go. From what you guys can see, it's not open. Or it is. It is supposed to be opened because that's what your paper said. But from what you guys can see from where you are, the the lid is not off of it. Guys, the door's gone. (laughs) It's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's not like we've fallen into a trap of the DM's design. (laughs) Uh, While we're here, Caleb's just going to check the other papers. See where's the location of the electronic thing and I think the other one was from Delilah's Diner, if I remember correctly. Uh, inside of this room, uh, there is no other box. Oh, Although it's there just should be. that. Okay. Yes, it's just this huge box that has the nonconformity address on it. Thanks, this is suspicious. Just a little bit. What are you talking about? It's not suspicious? The door's gone. Open the box. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the end goes open the box. It's it's no uh, it's I no longer should, uh, let's threat. Let's see if we can get out of here. Just leave the box to it. Yeah, side. the box is totally unneeded, guys. Let's go on a completely unnecessary side quest. Was that the train? The, the train. The box bursts. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay, okay. We op- we open the mystery box. Come on. No, I want to go see the train. <laughs> the DM says there is no longer a train. It's no longer a train. Uh, the world outside is gone. Only this box remains. That was my one quest was to go see the train, and you don't even let me see it. <laughs> it's um, no longer exists. Caleb, you open up the box. It is already been open, so it's been pried open. It just they put the top back on, so you can just lift it open. And and inside, you actually see a lot of stuff. There are like whole like bundles of uh, like knickknacks, and this actually looks very familiar to you because you remember several years ago you opened up another interesting crate in the back of the nonconformity before it was even open that had mm-hmm. very in- interesting trinkets in it. Um, and this one has some similar stuff including in the center kind of dug down deep inside a very familiar onyx obsidian black box caleb is going to take out his and try to like see if they're the same oh you have yours with you oh yeah he ever since he got it that day he's been trying to open it because it said it can't be opened you take your this black box out and all of you are just kind of like around the box um seeing caleb kind of rummage through it uh and you all see the same stuff caleb sees a whole bunch of trinkets uh, a lot of stuff wrapped in like bubble wrap and plastic wrap you know for safety but it all looks like stuff you know that would be bought at a shop doesn't look special to you um there's like a, a regular like rubik's cube in there and there's like some toys and some gadgets and stuff uh, Caleb looks into the box and he seems perplexed. Uh, but um, Caleb, do you say anything out loud to anyone? No, I think this. No one would care about this. This is just like his own thing, I guess. Okay. He's messing around with the cube, seeing if this other one is the same. He just finds it interesting that there's more than one. Okay. You all see Caleb take uh, a black cube out of his bag and he sort of starts looking at a similar one that's in the box and he's not really saying anything but he seems interested in both of them uh juke you look in the box and you also aren't really seeing anything of interest to you i mean there's some cool stuff in here but um none of it you would really find that interesting except as you kind of look into it and perhaps you're kind of rummaging around with caleb why not you're all here um you do find a handful, or not even a handful, it's like a little velvet bag um, that you believe has some dice in it. You're like, this is nice. They're nice dice. They're like uh, black with like red um, red numbers on them. Um, I think I'll just, I'm, I'm going to leave them. And then, Jimmy, you look inside of the box and it has a lot of cool stuff in here. Um, again, nothing of too interest to you, but you do see, uh, Caleb playing with the other black box or these two black boxes. Um, and so you're kind of like digging around, seeing if there's anything of interest there. Um, you do find like a couple of figurines that are made of glass. I'll grab those. Uh, and then Willow, you look inside the box and... 
again, you're kind of disappointed because you kind of wanted to uh, see the train, but you see that Juke kind of puts, like, picks up and puts down a velvet bag. Do you want to look inside? Yeah. You open the bag. It has dice in it. They look pretty cool. They're black dice. Um, and as you're kind of looking through the bag, you also see a shiny gold coin that looks very familiar to you. She's going to like rummage through the bag, take out the coin with maybe a few of the dice and just like slip the coin into her pocket, put the dice back in. Are you trying to do this discreetly? Yeah. Okay. Um, is anyone paying attention to Willow? I'm kind of paying attention to everything at the moment. He's still a little high-strung and a little on edge, so he's trying to keep an eye on everything. Okay. You're all at the box. You're all, like, literally around the box, so it'd be difficult to do something slight unless you were just not paying attention. I'm going to say, Caleb, you are pretty engrossed in what you're doing, so you wouldn't be paying attention. Uh, I think Juke is, like, turning his attention to, like, trying to find a way out of here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Juke has already kind of abandoned the box and is kind of looking at the walls of this place, because you know you got in here, so now you guys need to get out. And Jimmy, you were also at the box and you're kind of rummaging through just to be rummaging through, but you're mainly keeping an eye on all surroundings. And you do notice uh, Willow just kind of pocket something. You don't see what she pockets, but you do see her pocket something. And Caleb, the two boxes don't do anything to one another. Um, but you know that Grouper wanted you to bring back the whole box. Um, he failed to mention, I guess, that the box was humongous, um, because now it is. So, so you can take a couple of things and have other people maybe take a couple of things. You guys will be, you know, low, you know, kind of bared down with all this stuff. Or you can take what you think he would like from the box and call it there. I think he is going to request it maybe People grab what they can. Don't over overpack, but like grab a few things. Caleb's gonna grab a few things. Probably things that Grouper would want more than others. Yeah, I think that's where he's gonna call it. Okay, who takes things and who doesn't? Willow takes some things. Stick in her bag. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll just grab whatever seems interesting to him. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll just grab a couple. Whatever Caleb kind of points to, I'll shove in the bag. Okay. Um, you guys grab, I mean, Jimmy already grabbed some figurines. Um, there was a kind of like a a, a bundled uh, package that seemed to have a bunch of books in it, but not, but like, you know, thin books. So maybe they're comic books. So you guys take that. Um, there was a, looks like a piece of old jewelry, maybe that was also kind of, uh, bubble wrapped um, so you can't really see through but it looks like some sort of a jewelry so maybe it's an antique or something so you guys take that you guys take a couple of things but you don't want to wear yourselves down um, Duke you have made your rounds around the um, the exterior and you do see that there is a 
a new opening now. And you all can go. It is right in front of uh, the box. Train! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I, I want to like, like linger in that opening a minute and try to figure out like, it's basically like crates have disappeared. Is that sort of what, what happens that makes an opening? Make a grit roll. Okay. See if you can figure out what's going on here. That's a seven. Um, you look at this opening and you're able to at least tell that it is supposed to be like a stack of boxes. And then it seems like it seems a little um, strange that usually if you're looking at these boxes, they are there and they're solid. But depending on when you look away, you may look back to an opening and it's open. So that's kind of the what you're getting. You don't know if they're disappearing or if these openings are always here. It's just that it looks like there are boxes there. That's messed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, did the boxes with the electronics appear? Or, okay, where is the location of them? That's what I want to know. So it also says it, the center in containment. So they should be in this room. Okay. Caleb wants to look for them before either of them make an exit. Uh, there are no other boxes in this room. Oh, oh. looks like someone pawned it off before he could. <sighs> all right, that's about it for, for Kayla. You all begin to make your way out of this new opening. And I will say that as you all walk out, you all kind of notice something. You haven't heard the, the little click clack of the guard's shoes in a while. And I'll also say that as you all walk out of this room, it seems to be a little darker than you remember. The lights are much dimmer. As well as there seems to be a, a sound that's coming from somewhere maybe up high, maybe on where the boxes are. And it's sort of kind of a, like a sh sound, uh, very close to you all. Like a shushing sound? No, more, more like a sh sh sound, like something moving or shuffling. Okay. It's so nothing to worry about. I disintegrated the guard with my brain's roll a while ago. <laughs> That's <laughs> of course. Yeah. Will wants to go see the train. So she's just going to be like, all right, I'm done with this. Let's just go see the train. I'll follow Willow. Okay. Likewise. You all make your way out. Realize the guard's gone. That's probably fine. And then make your way to the train again. Um, you, how did you leave the door? Did you leave it open? Did you close it? Did you... I think I left it open. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the door is still open and you both look inside and you see a beautiful antique steam train. 
Will's going to head to the seat that she heard the other coins were in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willow, you immediately hop on the train and start rummaging through the little back um, seated area, which is only like literally one seat. Um, but it's they've been they've added a little side sitting area so that like when people come in, they can have more room. Um, but you are going to the folded seat that you know should have the the coins, and you start rummaging around. Uh, Jimmy and Caleb, what are you guys doing? I'll go in with Will. Willow, what are you looking for? Uh, nothing. I I uh, dropped something in the train sometime during the last festival, and I was hoping I could find it. What was it? Maybe I can help. I'll hop up and try to help. Okay. Caleb? Caleb doesn't want to get on the train. He's just going to watch him like a, like a parent, basically. Okay. Duke, what are you doing? Uh, I think I want to go to the, like, as we're heading toward where the train is, go to where the side door of the warehouse is and see if that's a place that we can leave through. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Duke, you make your way to the side door. And do you want to just try it? Do you want to look out the window? What do you want to do? Is it just there's like a door with a window? Just like a set in? I'll look out the window first. Um, You look outside and you can see that you're this is the side of the warehouse. And you can see like the trees and you can see a couple of workers. uh, And you know that you can probably go out this way. You'll just have to time it right. Well, I'll kind of just stay and observe and wait for everybody else to finish their train shenanigans. Okay. And what is everyone doing with the train shenanigans? Uh, Willow, you are digging in the seats. Are you letting Jimmy help you? And how are you letting him help you? I'm, I'm letting him help me in the sense of letting him look everywhere else but where I'm trying to look. <laughs> Okay. Uh, You rummage through, and indeed, your little tiny fingers uh, feel the ridges of a coin. You just need to probably go a little slower, and you'll be able to get one out. Alright, well, just gonna do that. Okay, this is gonna take some concentration. Um, So go ahead and roll grit, and it's going to be Opposed. So you need a, a 13 or higher. Well, very close. Um, do you have you... some tokens? Uh, hold on. Wait. I have two. I may have more, but I didn't keep track of them. I would allow Jimmy to help you if Jimmy, since Jimmy is there with you. Absolutely. Okay. What do I need to do? So I will say that, Willow, you are trying to be delicate. You're trying to just, like, shimmy these coins out, but you're trying to do them so that Jimmy doesn't notice. Um, but I'm going to say Jimmy looks over, and he can tell you, like, almost got something, but you're, you're a little frustrated because you, you keep slipping through your fingers. Um, so he's just going to take the, the blunt route 
to just get those coins out. Uh, Jimmy, how would you try to get the coins out uh, the quick way? Quick way? <laughs> I guess I'll just try and stick my hands in there and get them a little bit more aggressively. Okay. Or try and, like, hold the seat cushions away, like, apart a little bit so that she can get the coins easier. Okay. Roll your brawn. DC 6. Yes. On. I have a C6 in brawn? What is it? A D6 plus 1. Uh, you are helping Willow and you're, you're pulling it. It's not going as smoothly. And Willow, you're realizing that even though he's helping you, they are slipping further down. However, that's not necessarily a bad thing because these are, this is an antique train. And even though they have made these seats a little bit more cushiony, uh, there is actually an opening on the other side. So as he's like trying to pull it open and you, you have your hands stuck down there and you're trying to grab them, neither of those things actually work. But you both hear a clink, clink, clink as coins hit the ground underneath the seat. She's I'll try and reach for it. This is, yeah. Oh, you both. Yeah, you both are trying to get to it, and you, one of you are trying to get to it before the other. I'm gonna need flights from both of you. Um, it'll be contested. Oh, I knew what I was doing in this situation. <laughs> D four, <laughs> oh. three. Win. Win. I was like, yeah, pit a D four against her D twenty. Let's do it and see what happens. <laughs> Uh, Willow, how do you get to these coins first? She was literally just going to, like, rip her arm out from the hole and, like, go flat on the ground to reach straight up reach and just... She's just trying to grab them as quick as possible. <laughs> like, I know! Uh, from, outside, from outside, Caleb, you hear a bit of a rustling, almost like a wrestling as Jimmy and, and Willow... <laughs> are on either side of the seat trying to get to these coins first. Um, and you kind of hear them in there making all types of noise. Try uh, not to wreck the ancient train. <laughs> Just uh, will, tidbit for you two. But Willa, you do indeed get to the coins first. You snatch them up, and you even snatch them up before Jimmy is able to get a glimpse at what the coins look like. So, Jimmy, you just know that they are, there were some metal things that fell on the ground, uh, but you don't know that they were gold coins. What you got, Willow? <laughs> Willow, <laughs> you now have the three coins in your hand as you get up. She's going to put them in her pocket and just be like, oh, it's, it's just some, some, uh, some stuff. <laughs> Good. And then she just jumps off the train, like, let's go. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, how do you take that example, uh, explanation? I think he's a little hurt and concerned, because I don't think, I don't know if Jimmy or Willow lies to him very often. No, not really. So, yeah, I'm a little bummed. I'm like, what, what's going on? Hmm. Uh, Jimmy and Willow, you two come off the train. Uh, Caleb is there waiting for you all. And Juke, what did you say you were doing? 
I was just waiting by the door, kind of observing and seeing like if I can time out a good time for us to like make a break for it. Okay. Um, you all three are outside of the door now. Um, Juke, you can now see them as they all come out. They're around the corner from you. Um, and so you guys can discuss what you want to do next. Well, I was just gonna like try try and be off in a way and not draw attention to yourself now. That's suspicious as all hell. <laughs> <laughs> Willow by herself? Wait. Willow? Not gaining attention? Impossible. <laughs> yes, Jimmy and Caleb are immediately suspicious <laughs> as, as Willow comes out of the Eldera uh, and has no interest in uh, talking with anyone and just goes straight towards Duke to get out as soon as possible. <laughs> I think Jimmy's well, concerned more than suspicious. You catch a glare from Caleb Willow, and you know he's going to ask the moment they have a free moment. She's just going to book it as soon as possible. <laughs> just like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Willow, you are with Juke now at the door. Caleb and Jimmy, are you guys following, or are you doing something else before you go? To me, Juke's still in the center area. Did my thing not yeah. Oh, yeah. I lost. I lost. Let's roll. It's uh, been reloading for like fifteen minutes. Ah, uh, the pain. <laughs> uh, I'll move him. There you go. I have to move Willow okay. anyway. There you go. There we go. Um, and Jimmy, you're the last one at the door. What do you want to do while you're there? Any more shadowy presences? Oh, you want to like take a look around and see if you yeah anything before you leave. Yeah. For sure, make a grit roll. See what you see. It's going to be contested. Let's see what, what's happening. Let me remind my, my grit is potentially I'll remember everything. Ooh. And uh, I haven't been saying this, but a, a note to the audience, when the, the, the rolls are contested, specifically the grit rolls that are contested, I am rolling a, uh, a force the players do not see. Okay. Beat oh, you, you by a, one. You got a two. I got a That's, two to your one. Ha ha. Um, and mine is also a fail. So you stand there and you just see a regular warehouse. You don't feel anything. You don't see any shadows anymore. Hmm? Okay. Well, then I guess I'll head out. All right. You all are at the entrance. Juke, do you got a plan for him? Yeah, so I'll be like, okay, we can go out here. We just have to wait for the right time. And I think maybe head into the trees. Or we can go back to the big door. And uh, we can get to the, to the wall. What do you want to do? I mean, if we just stroll out of here, are they just going to like kick us out? They probably will if they don't catch us with anything. Um... Probably best we don't get seen either. Can always hop back on the truck. <laughs> that truck is going to become a recurring theme at this point. <laughs> yeah, let's just go. You know what? Let's get out of here as soon as we can. That works. You guys are taking the side door? Yes. Yeah. At least for yeah. Jimmy, yes. he's going that way. Well, I would suggest you all go together because how yeah. are you all going to get out together? 
So you can choose to go out the side door or go out the front door. Which door did we come in from? You guys came in the front. Yeah. Main door. The main door. Such a hard choice. Leave here or go back to the pit. What do you want to do? Nah, she'll, yeah. she'll just leave. I vote, yeah, I vote here because we know what's out there. We don't, that that big door doesn't have a window in it. So we're, we're going blind. She'll just follow Duke. Okay. All right. Jimmy and Caleb? Yeah, I'll go out this door. Okay. Uh, Duke, you are kind of planning, looking out the window and planning it correctly, and then all of you are going to essentially just make for the trees and then try to make your way out? Yeah. Are you you trying to get back to the road, or are you trying to get to the side, like, where the gate is, to to hop over the gate? We'll probably just run to the nearest tree. I was kind of thinking we would just take some cover and then try to make our way back to like closer to where we're allowed to be and we can say that we wandered off the trail or whatever and just leave. Okay. But, so you're trying um, to get back to the road. Yeah. Okay, so get back to the path. Get back to the road, but not right there where we're surrounded by workers and are obviously out of place. Okay. So... Uh, this is just going to be a, you know, a, a to, to next step, to next step, to next step. We're not going to go back through the actual orchard. So uh, you are going to have to time it well to where you think you guys can bolt. And then I will have all of you roll flight. And then we will see what happens as you all, you know, make your way through narrative um, to the other side of the orchard um, where you find yourselves on the other side. So... Juke, um, you're just kind of looking around. I will say that um, after like a couple of moments, you get you see that it's fairly clear, and you also see the truck leaving, um, which is why it's fairly clear. Uh, the people who were in the orchards are now like dispersing because it's uh, it's like probably around lunchtime. Um, so they're dispersing and the truck is leaving so people aren't near the road. This will be your best point. This will be your best time for you guys to bust out, keep low, and keep to the trees um, to make your way basically following the truck to get to the, entr- to, to get to the entrance. All right. Oh, Lord, I speak to the trees. <laughs> everyone make a flight roll. Um, oh, DC Lord. is going to be seven. Don't jinx me. <laughs> Wait, bro. Okay. Uh, nice, Jimmy. Wow. Jesus Christ. Um, bro, what's that? Fourteen right. off of a D four. Impressive. Uh, Willem, did you? Oh, I got ten. Okay. I got a, I got a five, and I'll spend two of my adversity tokens to make it a seven. I got four. I'll spend three. Okay, you all follow Duke's lead, stay low, make your way through very quickly, though, because you do hear everyone still moseying around, but they are deep in work, and luckily the crowd outside has thinned a bit. Um, But you guys make your way all the way back to where the entrance was, where it said no employees beyond this point. You guys 
hop over nothing. <laughs> it's just a sign, but you guys hop over that imaginary line to the public area and you guys kind of just get over there and stand back up as if nothing had ever happened. And you see people moseying around uh, as they are enjoying the orchard day. And you all are have pockets full of your treasure. And that is where we are going to end our adventure today. Thank you all for listening. We hope you are enjoying the campaign. Don't forget that you can listen to the podcast on the Aging Journey podcast website, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Links will be in the description below. Don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can also support the podcast on Patreon or join our Discord. Enjoy the journey.